sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Hi, welcome to the program. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And I am your show host, Tamara Wade, and I am sitting here with Yvonne Allen and JJ. Hi, you guys. What's going on? Nothing. Well, same thing, actually. Something. I live in a repeat. You live in a repeat? <laughs> my life is the same every day. No, actually, it's not the same every day. Because oh I schedule. see you weren't here last week. Why were you not here last you know, week? I got in a car accident. It was pretty I was scary. Ask you about that. Yeah, I was doing like a U turn and I got hit on my driver's side door. So now I have like PTSD whenever I drive, I, like freak out because like whenever I see cars coming at me, like like I go scared. Like I thought I was gonna die. So like, and when you think you're gonna die, nothing flashed before my eyes. So it didn't. No, mm-hmm. but I thought I was dead. I was like, oh god, I'm dying. Like it was so scary. I just remember screaming, and then I woke up and I was like bent over into the passenger seat, and the people were very mean people that I hit, and they were or that hit me, and they were just not very nice people and it was really stressful because I had no idea what to do and then I got mad at high school because I was like <laughs> why did they not teach us what to do when you get in a car accident or how to file taxes like I just got oh really mad I was like I didn't know how to do anything I was like I don't know what to do like I just got in a car accident what do I do I call somebody like it's true so what did, what did you do because I think it's important to kind of point that out um I called my boyfriend and was crying and he just left work and came and got me and then um the police came and they did like all like the books and everything that they had to do with issuing tickets to whoever was at fault and stuff like that. Who was at fault? Me. I think. They think. There's an investigation going I'm on. I'm glad but they're like, investigating At first it. glance, it was my fault, mm-hmm. but there's like a bunch of things that played into it that mm-hmm. it's probably not just my fault. Like mm-hmm. I was at fault for some of it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting on that. Uh, but so the insurance does so much like yeah. i never realized that they like i was like oh my gosh i don't know what to do i have to do everything and my mom's like don't worry about it like i have full coverage which yes is expensive but i would definitely recommend getting it because all we oh, had yeah. to do was pay our deductible and they're fixing my car they're fixing the other people's car if i'm at fault they're fixing they're paying for everybody's medical bills like everything i all i had to do was pay my deductible and i have nothing to worry about not only that well i'm glad to hear that and i'm glad that you're okay and i'm glad that the other folks were yeah. okay as well but it's true like your insurance company does so much more than mm-hmm. what you would ever even right. imagine and they will fight for you to get to the bottom of what happened exactly. and make sure that it's allocated correctly and not just an angry mean person yelling right. saying you did this you did this when they called me they were asking me about like what like they asked me what happened and like things like that and I was like well I, this happened but I don't remember like because I don't remember hearing breaks at all Right. I'm That's pretty very sure they hit me full force. Critical. Like, and it's something that the way I was doing the U-turn, they would have been able to see that I was doing something even though I wasn't supposed to and slowed down. Exactly. But they didn't. And so I was like, um, I was like, do you need me to go take pictures of like the crash scene to see if there are any? They're like, no, no, we take care of that. Yep. We, get, we send people out there to take pictures, measure it, nice. see you know, when they started breaking, if mm-hmm. they started breaking and everything. Wow. So I didn't have to worry about like anything. And they work with the police. Right. It's a big deal. So if you're listening and you're a baby bear and you're, you know, about your insurance and this and that, it's, it's important to have a very good coverage from a reputable company, but it's also good to have like more coverage than maybe you need to. Right. Because if I would have not had insurance that covered everything right. i'd be out of car because my car is almost infixable like they are basically rebuilding the whole thing mm-hmm. so and that 
would have, and they also paid for our rental, rental car. car. Mm-hmm. So do you have a rental right now? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not old enough. Apparently, you have to be like 25. 25. So yes. my mom, they put it, the rental car on my mom's name, and I'm driving her car. Okay. So mm-hmm. it, it's it was they really like took all the stress. I'm so off. glad. Yeah, I'm so good. so glad. Yeah, I was scary business. That was pretty scary. I thought I had like a strained neck and a mild concussion or something like that. Well, you had a pretty oh good gosh. concussion. Ooh, it was. Yeah. It's all kinds of fun. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do that again. No, no, I don't mm-hmm. recommend it. So I don't know if our next gen listeners know you, JJ. They might know mm. you from listening to Paper Hope Street Team because you've right. been kind of a consultant on that show for various subjects and a very funny correspondent. <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> I you. might add. <laughs> Why don't you give us a little a little bit of info on yourself so that our listeners know who you are who listen to Next Gen. I'm amazing. <laughs> and it's true. This is true. No. That's why you're here. Yes, right on. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, my name is JJ. I am from Austria, Europe. I moved here in 2010. So, oh my gosh, it's been four years now. And what was the catalyst for bringing you here? I found that was something you shared. I just learned something completely new. (laughs) I did not know any of that. Right? Well, yes. I seem to remember in Street Team, the catalyst for you moving to the States was a boy. Oh, yes, possible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? That's kind of cool, though. (laughs) Yeah, America's not that much fun. I would have moved to, like, Italy or something. Well, that's not far. It's a two-hour drive. That's not far. I wish I was four hours from Italy. Man. I'm like, it's not a, a day for Middle on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how old you are. I'm 23 now. And I, I love, well, I know this is what I love. So like, Jane, she's so 20, old. she's 23 years old. And every time she says it, she's like, I'm old. I'm old. Oh, and those not. old folks here <laughs> sitting at the table, me included, we're like, wow, 23 is like spring I was, chicken. I was searching for white hairs as I was flat on my hair this morning. <laughs> I was like, please don't. Because it seemed so much lighter. And I was like, oh my gosh. Gray hair is just the loss of pigment. <laughs> Says our cosmetology <laughs> student. It, it doesn't mean like you're stressed. It's just your your pigment has lot, been y- lost. Your pigment went on hiatus. Right. Just use a higher developer, and your hair will be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so you might notice a voice is missing at the table, uh, and that's Rio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone has she's to, on vacay. Yeah, everyone Fun. has to take a day off now and again. And you know, it's funny she's leaving because. You know, she lives with us while she's in school right now. And as she's leaving, she's like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you on social media so you can see I didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the punchline of that? I haven't seen her on social media. Uh-oh. I don't think anything. Oh, I know she's alive because she uh, sent me a really long Snapchat about this train yesterday. <laughs> there was like like a whole two minutes worth of Snapchat of a train going by and her just cussing. and like, F this train, man. <laughs> Like she was just like sitting there so angry. There was like a series of like four different Snapchats of it. And I was, wow. It was great. Real Snapchats are actually really funny. I don't do Snapchat. I hate Jenna Snapchat. I don't do it. I, I, I had can't. it and I was like, this is pointless. I just watch other people's. I never really snap people back. She's funny though. She's hilarious. So I don't know. She how, should be a YouTube. I don't know what her handler handle is on that, but you guys She's should funny. go look her up, listeners, She's and um, be amazed by what her I have snap. to live with. <laughs> <laughs> So Rio won't be here today, but we are, and we're so glad that you're here listening to us today. And we're going to have kind of an interesting conversation on perception. 
And what do you guys punchline it as? I call it behind the mask. Right? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun. The sinister <laughs> side of perception and the way people present themselves or in fact, maybe how we present ourselves to the world. Seems like all of us have kind of a bag of stories right now where yes. we've been misled or had a perception of someone that was slightly off. And then there all the fallout from that right. <laughs> when like, you poof. when you start to discover really the truth behind the mask. Like right. you're saying, like, people put on this front like everything's all dandy and sweet when really they're a serial killer. So <laughs> that's always how it happens. Like that John or, Gacy or something. Everyone thought he was right? a nice neighbor and he had a bunch of dead bodies in his backyard. That's super bad. Super bad. So we're not talking about true, that, ex- that extreme, but definitely. <laughs> it feels that extreme. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh. It does feel that extreme sometimes, right? I wouldn't doubt it. We'll get into like the fallout of that in a couple more segments. Um, but I think Yvonne has an example to kind of. And Less it's, it's serious example. It's not about real people. It's about a TV show, my favorite TV show, <laughs> 90210. <laughs> I talk about it all on? the time. I don't know. I think it's supposed to end in May or it ended last May. I, I, don't, I watch it on it's Netflix. Not like, and moms, if you're listening, it's not like it's the not one the we listen one. to or that we watch. No, yeah. I've actually learned a lot of life lessons and I really connect to these characters. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, there's an episode or there's an episode we'll have sometime in the future here that like changed like i was like i just felt anyways okay let me just stop getting off track here <laughs> oh god i could talk forever about 902 anyways so there's um one of the main characters her name is annie um she has a cousin come visit her cousin's name is emily her cousin came down um to kind of live with them for a while in uh well beverly hills 90210 <laughs> <laughs> well, <duh>. well, <laughs> the only zip code besides my own that i know um but uh, Emily like looked up to Annie because Annie was like her older cousin. They were in the same grade, but she was still like the one that kind of hung out with her all the time when they used to live in the same state. Um, so when she got there and Emily kind of started dressing like Annie, like dyed her hair like Annie and Annie kind of got a little put off by it. Like, that's kind of weird. Like mm-hmm. I get that you want to hang out and stuff, but just don't like you're like overdoing it. And she was <laughs> um, confiding in her mom that it was kind of freaking her out a little bit. And Emily overheard Annie and like decided she was just going to ruin her life. And Annie was a um, actress. She was she worked for this like actress company as like an intern to like try to get a good go- job in college. And the lady let her try out for the play, and it's a play that she looked up to like her whole life, like her favorite play. And she was so excited that she even got an audition. Um, and so one of the first things Emily did to like get at, back at her was secretly audition for the show. Um, and she ended up getting the part, but she told everyone that it was just an accident. Like, she just happened to be there to go pick up Annie, and Annie wasn't there, so they asked her to audition, when that's not what happened at all. At all. Happened, yeah. And so everyone believed Emily's story, and when telling Annie, like, even Annie's mom was like, well, just be happy for her, it yeah. was an accident, You're and Annie was like, no, like, you don't understand, like... And then um, all of Annie and her friends went to this retreat, and she asked Emily to come trying to, like clear the ground and annie was talking about her friends and she's like when i first got here i thought they were all like stuck up like rich kids but now that i've been here for a long time like they're actually some of the most genuine people i know and annie um or emily told them that annie said that they were just stuck up like twisted her words and like made all her friends angry at her and then she decided she was going to try to get with liam um liam which is annie's boyfriend and was trying to turn liam against her and then finally liam like decided he was going to try to help Annie show that 
Emily was lying, even though he didn't really believe her. So they f- faked a fight, and um, Liam then asked Emily to out to hang out with her, and then got her to say how she really felt about the other people with them secretly hiding in the room. So they all realized how like evil Emily really was, manipulative, and, and it kind of like brought out her it. true colors in front of everyone. But it was like this big long thing, and I was getting so angry because I was like <laughs> omnipresent in the show, and I was like, "Don't believe her!" But you know. But that's that's a but, good example. I mean, yes. it's it's super yeah. dramatic it's on television. <laughs> but when you were sharing the story and planning, we were all like, "Huh, it it sounds familiar. it sounds familiar, right?" Like I feel like that might have happened. Yeah. So, so uh, well, we'll take this up on the other side of the break. But for now, let's take a break. You're listening to the Next Generation on Voice America Empowerment Channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. 
Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. You're still listening to Paper Hope Next Generation, and I'm sitting here. Well, first of all, I'm Tamara Wade, if you <laughs> forgot. And then I'm sitting here with my wonderful co-hosts, Yvonne Allen and Miss JJ. Yay. And we are talking about perception and sometimes that ugliness that's behind a, quote, mask. mask. And Yvonne, I know, the evil side of perception. And Yvonne just got done explaining a story to kind of encapsulate what we're talking about from 90210. And yes, it is television. And yes, it is a little dramatic. But we all kind of sensed a little bit of reality in it. And that's why we shared it. But do any of us around the table have one that's more closer to home that you want to share? I think all of us do. I know. But let's keep names out of it. Okay. To protect the uninnocent. Uninnocent. Uh-huh. Can, really can we have innocent? creative names for them? Oh my gosh, like <laughs> she double. <laughs> yes. Mine's a she double. You gotta think of another name. Hmm. Think, think. I don't know what think, think, think. It's one of those days. Know. It is one of those days. I'm not quick witted so at all. Today. I'm just kind of suffering through ah! my day. Um, you don't have to come up with a name, but just say that person George. or whatever. No, it's a boy. It's a girl, isn't it? It is a girl. Oh. Hannah. Who wants Hannah. Who wants to go first? <laughs> so I have this friend, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Miss Hannah. Miss Hannah. Um, she went through a pretty bad separation with her baby daddy. Her significant person? Her significant person, yeah. And while she was still with this other person. The not she, significant person, yeah. right? The unsignificant? <laughs> the insignificant. She started... Like, she never did anything but started flirting with this other guy that we work with. Leading and him on. Leading him on, going on trips together, going to Vegas together, going to her hometown with him. And he's flipping the bill for this. And yes. he paid everything. Yeah. yeah. Just mm, What kind of job I... do you work at? Look <laughs> <laughs> it up. He paid for everything. So, Hannah... I always said, oh, he's my best friend. He just does it because he just is a nice person. And I'm like, no. He does not pay for everybody else's trips. He doesn't do all these things. <laughs> yeah, he's Where's not paying trip? Trip? Exactly. Pay for my trip. Are you not paying for me to go back home? <laughs> Granted, it's far away, but whatever. <laughs> um, Still. So she ended up splitting up with the significant the person. Significant person. Mm-hmm. And we all went out, and she had this our coworker pay for everything, and was totally leading him on, and ended up actually making out with this person. So, like three months down the road after that, they actually ended up dating for a week, a whole week, a whole week, seven days, and it was so fun because all of our coworkers were like, "Oh my gosh, we're watching How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days." He <laughs> 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 didn't even last ten days. Um, but she would pull things like when they were together. Like one day she was telling me, "Oh, she doesn't have she doesn't have any money. She can't even go grocery shopping." And I would go and buy for her groceries. And then she would go to Best Buy with our coworker that she was dating at that time. And she went up with a computer to the register, and her cl- card got denied, declined. And he was like, "Oh, I'll just pay for it." And she was like, "Oh, I never asked you to pay for it." Or he would just like pay for, to get her car fixed, and yeah, this would is go way and get her lunch. This is way above day. and beyond like friendship. This like, is like right. everything. This is way above and beyond. And weren't you saying too and that then, you yourself 
kind well, of got I fell for it too. sucked into it a little because bit. Because I would like always feel bad for her. I was like, oh my gosh, she doesn't have any money to get groceries. I'll just go and buy it for her. Right. Or like I helped her move out. I helped her find a place. Like she showed up at my door with her child when she left her significant mm-hmm. other person. So this and perception she's giving everyone is that she's helpless. She's and- helpless. She's the damsel in distress who needs everybody's help and attention. And everybody's and doing that. I would do it all the time while then... We had some another friend of ours help her get a couch and everything, and she sat me down one day, and she's like, look, I get what Hannah's coming from. I went through the same thing. That's why I helped her, but I see you get really involved, involved in it, involved yeah. in this, and you're going to end up getting hurt. Like she's so someone else from the outside is seeing a different seeing perspective, it, right? And it's like, every- you need to get out of the situation. And I was like, no, no, she's fine. She needs help. If I don't do it, who else is going to help her? Mm-hmm. And then I just got like deeper, deeper into it. I would always help her. I would always be there for her. And I just believed all her little petty lies, which to me didn't seem like any lies at right. that point. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, like yeah. when you had your moment. But oh I know, Yvonne, you've got one too. Ugh. The she-devil. <clears throat> okay. It was actually one of my best friends, too, which make it, makes it, like, even worse. Like, we were friends. Um, I met her first when she moved to my school, like, my sophomore year of school. She was in my, um, one of my classes. So that's how I knew her. And she was, like, really, like, kind of, like, shy because she was new. And so I was like, oh, I want to be friends with her. And she just never really liked me. So like, fine, we won't be friends. And then uh, my senior year, we actually started being friends again. Um, and... We hung out a few times, and, I, you know, I'd share my stories with her, and she'd start share her weird stories with me, and <laughs> I never really weird. put it together how weird it was for, like, a senior gr- Like, she was telling me how, like, she used to live, like, when she was in eighth grade and freshman, she moved out of her house and lived with all these random guys that she never, like, she wasn't really friends with, and, like, she had, like, all these pictures to, like, prove that she lived there, and so I was always, like... It's kind of weird. Like, you're only, like, That's 10. Why are you living with these Wait, people? what? Yeah, right? Yeah. And At so, 10 years old? Yeah, she was young. She was, I don't know, like, I don't know her whole life story. I don't know what made her the way she was, but something messed her up. Because we, uh, we were really close my fr- my senior year. We were really close friends. Um, and we would hang out all the time. She was there uh, when my start. I started dating the one guy that, like, messed me all kinds of up and she was supportive and really nice and she was dating this guy that she put off to be this terrible terrible guy that was very abusive and very mean and um just like this really mean mean guy and I was like why are you with him in the first place but whatever but um as as senior year was over we ended up moving in together me and my mom and her ended up because her parents had an extra house so we're like we'll just move in there mm-hmm. so we moved in there and we were friends and she would just say things that were like not really normal like people shouldn't say that about other people and things like that and like she mean just mean right just just really evil like mean things about people that were really nice people and it's like i would just be like uh-huh because it made me uncomfortable and i didn't want to like gossip about people that way because a lot of them were my friends and i'd just be like yeah like okay and um we only had like and then she just randomly snapped one day decided she got Wi-Fi. This is how. This is. The, I don't remember what happened before this. We got Wi-Fi oh, yeah. in the house. I remember this. This is just the first thing I remember that sparked everything. I don't know what made her snap over Wi-Fi, but <laughs> she got Wi-Fi in the house, and I was like, I need. Um, I was like, oh, can I have the Wi-Fi password? Because I was an online student. Because I, I learned a lot better online than I did in school. So I took a lot of online classes, and I had a paper that was due. And I was like, do you have the Wi-Fi password? And she's like, no, no, it only connects to my computer. And I was like, oh. What? I was like, well, if, I was like, because you can get Wi-Fi that, like, it's just a modem that plugs oh, in. Yeah, the and so ones. I was like, oh. 
And I was like, well, I mean, I guess that could be true, but I mean, it's showing up on my cell phone as a network for me to connect to. So it wouldn't show up as a network I can connect to if it wasn't like general Wi-Fi. Yeah, it wasn't just transmitting. And she's like, no, no, it's only for my computer. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't really believe you, but all right. And so I was like, I called like an internet company and we were all like, we'll just pay like for our own Wi-Fi in the house then. And they're like, we can't connect Wi-Fi in your house. There's already Wi-Fi in your house. Right. Cause and I was can't, like, you can't oh, have two can't, providers. Yeah. You can only have exactly. The one. And I was like, well, so she said that I was, she's like, I was like, no, no, it's just a modem that connects into that person's computer. They're like, no, like it's Wi-Fi. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and so I went and I was like, um, can I please have the Wi-Fi password? Cause like, you know, I didn't, I need internet. And she's like, no, it's just connecting my modem. I was like, I called the internet company and they told me that that's not true. And she's like, no. And I was like, okay, well, we'll pay you. Like, we'll give you the money for the internet. And she's like, it's, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And I was like, dude, what is your issue? And we worked at the same place too. Like we were both oh, um, no. preschool teachers. Oh my and gosh. so I saw her every day anyway. So I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, fine. <laughs> and I was fighting. We started fighting a lot. And then um, she went to school. So I was in my room with someone and some random guy walked into my house and like was messing with her door. And I was like, whatever. She probably had someone doing something. And so I didn't know what she was doing, what the guy was doing. So I like left, you know, and then the next day, um, she was at home and I really needed to turn a paper in. So I was like, I'll just, you know, go in her room really quick and use her computer to download it. She locked her door. She changed the doorknob to where she needed a key to get into her bedroom. That's what that guy was doing. And so I couldn't even get into her room for me to do this and I was like are you serious and I got so mad I was like you gotta be kidding me I packed everything in our house like because me and my mom basically furnitured the house I packed the dishes I packed the food I packed everything that we bought which was pretty much everything towels everything in the house toilet paper like body soap everything and I put it in my mom's room and I was like you don't get it if you're gonna like be that way then you're not gonna get anything and she came home she was so mad she locked my door I had to kick down my door to get into my bedroom like I kicked it and there's a hole in the door because I had to kick the door open to get into my bedroom I was so angry and my mom's like suck it up you sign the contract you have to deal with it be an adult like I get that you guys are fighting but deal with it like you're here for a year and I was like oh I was so mad and um and then after all, after I uh, packed everything in the house a week later, we got an eviction notice from her parents who owned the house. Oh. And, the, and oh she told me it was can... because our dogs went to the bathroom on the patio and they happened to see that. Well, not true. And I know that's not true. And I confirmed that it wasn't true. Like last week with my boyfriend who um, actually was her ex-boyfriend that she said was so mean and evil and all the stuff. He ended up being one of my really close friends and we ended up seeing each other and he could not even like hurt a fly. Like he was like the biggest like like sweetest guy I've ever seen in my life so I don't know what her issue was with him but he was like no she told me that you she didn't like you so she told her mom to evict you and I was like that is you can do and that's like only a fraction a fraction of Of how crazy crazy she was but at that point I was done and I mean she still went to my church and she would be really like the same way to like the other people in my church and i was like don't be friends with her i was like she's crazy i'm warning you and they're like no she's nice and then they're like oh my god she's so crazy and I was like, yeah i told <laughs> like, you i told you so <laughs> she finally stopped going to my church like a couple like a last summer and it's just been such a better atmosphere with her gone just she just stresses me out it is stressful yeah. it's super stressful and both of your examples um just, i think ugh. very much kind of depict you know you're looking at a person you have a perception of them and they 
they are behaving in a way that is not what you expected at all. At it's, all. Very, it's like disappointing too. And it it's is. like, you tr- like she was my best friend. So I like trusted her with my life. And she did put on that persona. Like she was the sweet little angel and everybody's just against me. And I need to take a breather. Yeah, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> um, you're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on Voice America. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm Tamara Wade, and I'm sitting here with JJ and Yvonne, and we've just been talking about perception and kind of the ugliness behind some perceptions that we have about people that end up being false or mm. not true. And in both both stories, JJ and Yvonne shared, I think, if correct me if I'm wrong, you guys saw these two individuals as someone right. with whom you could be friends with. Um, and in both cases, there was a certain level of maybe sympathy for situations that these individuals were going through. And then it just kind of took a turn and went right into the ditch. Yep. Yep. So my, my question for us this segment is, I want to know why do we fall for it? Why do we believe it? And these false perceptions that people are putting out, because it's apparent to me in both of these situations that these people really had some ulterior motives in behaving the way they were and getting people to believe that they were a certain way when indeed they really weren't. Um, I mean, I think it plays on our, especially me, like I like to believe the best in everyone. So it kind of played on my like sympathy strings, I guess, where I was just like, oh, she doesn't have any friends. Like, I just want to be her friend just so she can like, have a have friend. Mean, I feel like we could have fun together. And nope, <laughs> crazy. We think we can better these people, right? We can change yeah, them, which is the worst thing to do. It's a slippery slope when you start it's to think I could like, change this person change and make her. their life better. I can make her better. Mm-hmm. I can help her. Like right, and it's and it's like when people are warning you to, and you just blatantly ignore exactly. it. It's like, well, maybe that was just you and her. Like maybe yeah, your personalities true. didn't clash. Exactly. Like I had so many people warning me. I'm like, well, I would try to make excuses for her behavior. I'm like, well, we don't know what happened the day before that happened, right? Or mm-hmm. What mind frame she was in, or maybe she didn't see it that way, and she didn't do it on purpose. And even to the point that maybe you yourself are having a good experience with that person, and it's just not they've just not revealed themselves fully yet. to you. Yet, I had a boss that I worked for, um, 
and everyone told me, oh my God, don't work for her. And I was like, really? I'm like, she's lovely. Like I have this great experience with her and like, she's been a mentor of mine and, and I think it's a really great partnership. And I worked for this woman for years and one of her employees, my coworker would take me aside and talk smack about her all the time. And like you guys are saying, like it really made me feel uncomfortable right? to the point that I had to tell this person, please stop doing that because Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on between you guys, but I don't have that experience. And I think to be fair, that actually can happen. Right. People can have a bad experience because of whatever instances they bring to the table. Right. But like in your situation, multiple of people who keep telling you. It's true. So flash forward (laughs) another year and, and, and then it started happening to me. I ended up with the target on my back and all of the things that she had said ended up happening to me and some of my other coworkers. So yeah, it's, a slippery slope when you're getting warning signs from other people. And maybe maybe you yourself are seeing some warnings in the way yeah. that these people are behaving. <clears throat> but something JJ said in planning that I want to say again, and I think it'll make you guys cringe, made me cringe, and it'll make our listeners cringe. And that is that we want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Ooh, that makes my spine itch. (laughs) You don't want to believe that there are bad people out there to get you. You always want to believe that people are generally good, that they just want to help or that they're good people. But you don't. You don't want to believe that they can be so evil. Exactly. But they can. But they can be. So I want to ask you guys, too. So what in these examples all three that we've been talking about, what kind of excuses were you giving yourself? Like, Oh, she doesn't know. <laughs> oh, she needs my help. She like, I would say she doesn't know what she's doing. They're like, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's playing these people. Right. And in my situation, it was, that was someone else's experience. That's yeah. not my experience. Right. And that happens a lot more than often. Mm-hmm. A lot more than. Mm-hmm. More also, than what do you think about, like, I've heard you guys talk about, in both of your scenarios too, is there a certain level of curiosity mm-hmm. in sticking around to see how this is going to play out? Play out right. Yes. That's sad. Like, <laughs> I, wonder, like, I, wonder, I would always say it. I w- it's not, it's not going to be like that with me. It's not right? going to end up like that with no. me, right? I'm different. We're so I'm great so, together. I'm like, different. I'm going to make this better. Best friends. Like, Ugh. she would Ugh. never betray me like that. She bom, will. Bom, bom. She will. Bom, bom, bom. Dead. So, so, JJ, in your scenario, you didn't tell mm-hmm. us in the first segment, what was the beginning of you kind of realizing that this wasn't going to end well for you? Um, I got sick. And I had a, well, not really sick, but I had a really bad allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. So I ended up from work having to go straight to urgent care. And she knew that. Well, she had been planning all day to go out with all these people from my work. And um, my friend Amina checked up on me. She's like, oh, my gosh, I hurt you. You had to go be rushed to the doctor. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just had an allergic reaction. It was a little scary, but, like, I'm fine. And she's like, well, are you going out then tonight? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, Hannah has been planning all day to go out. And she, like, planned this big thing. And I'm like, no. So then the next day I called her, and I was like, oh, you know, how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm so sick. I'm like, what do you mean you're so sick? She's like, I'm just like way overdid it last night. I'm like, you mean you're hungover? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm kind of butthurt that, you know, you didn't even check up on me and that you didn't even ask me mm. to go out. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, it was a last minute kind of thing. You know, our coworker just showed up at my door and said, hey, let's go all out. And she's lying again. And she's straight on lying into my face. I'm like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, that's what happened. And then we drove to another of our coworker's house and just surprised him too. 
that's just how I was. I was totally unprepared. I wasn't even ready or anything. I'm like, oh. You're straight up lying right now. And I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, how do people do that? I just don't get it. So I don't know either. I called my other friend who was the one who checked up on me, Amanda, and she's like, I told you. And this is what bothers me more than anything. I have been falling for her lies for nine months. Right. And it's kind of that moment. She's like, within two months, she's like, don't trust her. It's this awakening that we have, right? Like, I'm so angry. Like, I'm so mad at myself that I kept believing everything when everyone around me was like, you shouldn't trust her. Yeah. You shouldn't believe. And now I'm like realizing, boom, all these other lies that she's told me. Right. You start to have the flashback. Right? Did you have yep. this too, Yvonne, yeah. where you're like, suddenly like, you've been awakened to the truth and now you're having these flashbacks of every yep. little circumstance that you shared together and yes. you're like reevaluating how it actually played out from a different lens. Mm-hmm. Now you've been awakened to the truth and now you can see, wait a minute, I think I've been played. Yeah. All the lies you tell me about her ex, how evil person he is when actually got to know him and he is not i feel like that happens a lot that she's <laughs> like, oh oh i never asked for anything i never wanted anybody to pay for this and that for me but yet you go somewhere when you know you don't your credit card is going to be declined right and so yes. suddenly all of these things become very glaring oh, like really jeez so what did you do after that? So after you had this moment of awakening, you've talked a little bit about, like, you know, you're angry. I'm still, like, beating myself up about how, like, naive I am. And, like, I reality the, the situation. I'm, like, cop- kept talking to my friend Amanda. I'm, like, I just don't realize, like, I'm just so mad at myself. Because it's hurt. It, it hurts. It took me this long to yeah. see this. She's, like, well, you should tell her. I'm, like, no, because it's done. Like, I'm not going to waste any more time with this person. So, right. So, let's talk about that for a minute because I think both of you and me, we all three of us kind of agree. So, JJ, in your situation, you didn't confront her. No. Is that correct? And I'm not going to. It's not going to change anything. Right. That's what I've learned. Like, by telling her that the way she's acting, she's not going to change and become right. magically the person <laughs> that, you, that I want her to, to be. To confirm that feeling for you. <laughs> since, All right. Um, so since this, this person and you yeah, are no so, longer friends. Since this person and me are no longer friends and we did work in the same place, I did. we did talk about it one day. I was like, look, like I'm the kind of person I hate when people don't like me. Like I hate mm-hmm. it. And so even though I knew it wasn't my fault, I was like, I apologize. Like, I'm sorry for whatever I did to you to make you want to act this way oh, like, so you towards did me. Her. Yeah, wow. and this is her response. It's okay. You just really, really hurt me. And I just, I just, I couldn't take it. And I was like, huh? What? Wait, what? what? <laughs> and then oh there was a gosh. camp scenario. She did go to our youth camp with our church as a leader. And a lot of the girls that were older ended up being in her room. And she was like a dictator. Like, you aren't allowed to talk to any boys. You don't do anything all week. And she stayed the entire time with this guy from another church in the oh nurse's office gosh. the whole time, the whole week. None of the girls even saw her. And on the last night, uh, my my current boyfriend's little sister was in her room and she headed out for her and she just went off on her and all the other girls stuck up for the, um, her little sister because there was no reason for her to be going off on her like that. And she went off and stormed out of the room and like went and got our pastor and our pastor came out and was talking to the other girls and they were like, you guys need to apologize like to her for doing this. Cause she was like crying and like, oh, and the girls like one of the girls was, like, no, I am not apologizing to her. And he's like, Look, gave her the look like just do it so we can get over with like get this over with because everyone knew that she was totally not like totally full of it 
so the girl's like fine like i'm sorry i'm i'm sorry for hurting your feelings and the girl and the she devil was like it's okay you guys just made it so hard i was just sick all week i had to stay in the nurse's office oh and you guys gosh. just made it's it so, so hard on me interesting and the girl's like i'm done and just walked away it's like all so of us familiar. were just like but isn't oh it familiar gosh. like this like the there's person- no changing her like I think that's the point I wanted to get to. Like even with my bought my prior boss, um, which there is a good ending to that one. We did not confront her because I like you, JJ Mm -hmm. knew that this was a slippery slope and that I would never get this person to change. Um, But in our scenario, the boss was actually bullying other employees. Some of of whom would not stand up for themselves. I have no problem speaking my mind and telling her (laughs) what to do and, and where to go in certain circumstances. So I had no problem like, handling myself because I actually enjoyed my work. I enjoyed mm-hmm. my work group. But we ended up working with HR and getting her removed from her position as a manager because you can't treat people, people. like that. Yeah. You just can't. So we've got a couple different scenarios going on here and a couple different reactions. And, and the point I want to get across in like having the show and like talking about these different scenarios is that when you come across someone that your perception of them is different than what the reality is. And you've experienced something like what JJ's Mm -hmm. talked about, Yvonne or even myself has Mm -hmm. talked about. Um, Best thing to do is start to back away gracefully. Right. Before it all goes. Right. Because your instincts are actually on point. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, maybe you've been giving the benefit of the doubt and maybe you've been giving excuses, but you can get yourself out of it. And we're going to talk about that. Back. But for now, let's take a break. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Heritage America.tv from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. 
Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm Tamara Wade, and I'm sitting here with JJ and Yvonne, and we are talking about a subject that probably makes you as angry as it makes us, and that's the perceptions that people give us and the masks they kind of hide behind. And I'm so passionate about this because it makes me so angry. I know. <laughs> my Hulk is I'm coming like out. Sitting here like, <laughs> yeah, my inner Hulk. Inner Hulk That's funny boiling. you say oh that gosh. because you know what? At work, I have a little Hulk figurine <laughs> sitting at no my way. desk. I, I do. Oh my gosh. I do because like that's how I feel about it. It's just like, oh, come down. I'm like very I need, like a mini punching bag on my desk. So I'm just, oh, right? I'm so and angry. I think that's why folks like us end up getting taken so far down the river on this is because we are mild-mannered we right. do want to see the best in people we and try to bite our tongues and you all know, try to work it out you uh, know? right like right. that Ugh. but I, what i want to get to in this segment because this is our last segment <gasps> and um I, I just want to validate that if anybody listening is having these types of experiences that it is a devastating moment when you have that awakening, when you see that person for who they are and what they've been doing. Like we've all kind of shared yeah. like, you know, that moment of awakening when you, you feel betrayed. I mean, exactly. you know, you're, you're kind of like, wait a minute. Why not only do you feel betrayed by how this person is behaving when you start to see the real behavior, I myself felt kind of betrayed in myself. Like I've heard you say, JJ, mm-hmm. angry at yourself, that why didn't I see it sooner? Why did I get taken so far down the river? Right. Why did that happen to me? Yeah. So I think these things are very real feelings and we have to pay attention to them. Um, but what did you do after, JJ? So now this person, you've, you've been awakened. You've identified that you're angry. You're angry at yourself, feeling a little hurt. Where are you now in this process? I've avoided this person. <laughs> I keep it very short at work. Mm-hmm. That's um, what sucks too, because you have to deal with it. I have oh. to deal, not only do I have to deal with her, but I also have her child in my class. Mm-hmm. So it's just a double whammy. Yeah. So I just like keep it very short and sweet. And then she was like, I was signing out on a book on friday she's like oh how are you doing like good thank you and she's like oh really that's all you're gonna tell me so trying to get you to buy it again oh my goodness just like yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah that's all i'm saying i gotta go and that's true though these individuals don't i think that was the thing i wanted to say was that these individuals that we're dealing with they don't see their behavior as bad they don't and then they they act all victimized because that's what happened with us exactly that's Mm -hmm. the problem like i've confronted her before like when i've semi thought like oh maybe i should pull away but Mm -hmm. she dragged me right into it we had to sit down and she busted out crying to manipulate and she's like i don't understand i thought we were such good friends you i would never want to hurt you i only want the best for you and i felt so bad that i just like right back in there and she and knew I it stayed. too i stayed for and see, much it's longer like, it's like the same thing i just got to the point because i used i worked with the girl as well and i got to the point where i was just like whatever like i can't even defend myself like no one believes me they'll see it when it comes to them when it gets around it. to them they'll see it and then they'll know and then i'll they'll be like oh sorry and i'm I was like they'll see it and so it's like the person like is so blinded that they think what they're doing is in all honest like good like, they think, like, they're perceived by their own lies. Like, mm-hmm. the problem yeah, is it so was the other way around. Like, everybody else saw it, but I didn't. And I refused to because I just felt so bad. I mean, this girl would come to work and cry 
every single day. Well, and it pulled out your heartstrings too because she's the mom of a young child. I I think that that too, to be fair. I feel so bad. Right. Single mom now. Yeah. So I think too, sometimes the lens that we view through can exacerbate the situation because we, we connect with that person on some level. We see ourselves maybe in their behavior. I have a couple of different situations that I won't bring up on air, but I've, I've looked at these individuals who have hurt me in this way and thought, gosh, I see so much of myself in that person, mm-hmm. like when I was younger. And if I just believe in them, then yes. it's going to make it better. When in fact, that's probably not the right thing to do. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to talk about now. What are your suggestions for you as yourself in the future? And for maybe anybody who's currently listening now going through this, like what advice would you give? Don't take the things that people are telling you as a grain of salt. Like if they're saying like, maybe if it's just one person that's like, exactly. oh, this piece, this person is evil, like don't trust them. That could have been maybe a fallout that they had mm-hmm. between each other. But if you're getting it from all different sides, all different kinds of people, of people, if there's more than a right, because there's people, people I have, I've had fallouts where that probably say all kinds of terrible things exactly. about me, but my friends aren't like, oh, that's honest. They're all, she's going to be like that with everybody. But if there's that many people that are like, dude, watch your back. Like, uh, I don't know. Or if they don't want to hang out with you when you're with her. Or if things exactly. are coming a little, like, fishy or weird. Like, trust your instincts. Yeah. Please trust your instincts. Or be more observant about where you are so you don't end up dead in their backyard. And it's <laughs> super hard, I think, try when you're... to look at it from a different point of view. Like, right. try to take yourself After out, the of the, out of the awakening. Yeah. Exactly. Because, like, out of the situation mm-hmm. and look at it. Be like... Yeah, yeah, because I can tell you prior to the awakening with this handful of individuals that exactly. I'm thinking of, I had no clue. Yeah, I had no never clue. See it coming. No clue anything was wrong right. or that anything was bad. And like I would sing these people's praises to the end of the earth exactly. and thought everything was great. But then that moment of awakening, and that's when I think you have to plug in and like mm-hmm. really trust your gut. And for me, I can when I didn't share on air, but I had to I had to talk with another friend and be like. Hey, I need a gut check here. <laughs> I, I need some validation because like, I feel like I'm in crazy town right now. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to fix this. This person had been this way. My perception of this person mm. was this way. And they've just shown me this side of them. That's so horrific and so damaging to me. What do I do? Unfortunately, my friend being the smarter friend. Thanks, <laughs> thanks friend. Thanks, Stacy. <laughs> she got me on the right path. And she was like, no, let me tell you, this has happened to me. This is how it's going to go down. And this is what's happening. And I was like, I didn't want to believe it. Mm -hmm. I I just didn't want to believe it. So definitely listen to your instinct. If you're like me and you're kind of like back on your heels and you're reeling from what happened, you know, seek the counsel of someone that you trust, someone that's, that isn't going to talk smack because that's the worst thing that could happen when you're trying to work through trouble. Um, it sucks when they're like, how do you, deal with it when it's around you well, all the time when you yeah. can't escape i like, think you exactly. ladies have both described very winning situations it's very difficult to hold your head up high and meet that person in the face and be like hello how are you today and just keep it very casual like in my search circumstances and i i advise doing this back away gracefully mm-hmm. don't engage and don't cause a scene and don't yeah don't cause a scene like just kind of like I don't know what the right word is, but like unplug yourself from that person's right. life as slowly and carefully as you can as to not get to cause any further disruption. It's so, it's so hard to deal with too. Cause you're like, you don't, cause at first you don't want to believe it. Like at first you don't want right. to believe that they're actually that crazy, especially if they were as close <laughs> and as like exactly. on it's friendly so levels, but so, 
stinking and hard. And what makes you realize is, oh my gosh, there are actual people like this out there. Uh-huh. It's right. not just and television. That's horrible. It's like you awaken right. and it's just like you realize there are people out there like this. But it's hard too when yes. like, like you do have good memories because there are good memories. Like you can't like dismiss sure, yeah. like all the good all times that, that you I'm did so have, but mm-hmm. you have to put it on a scale and realize mm-hmm. that those bad completely 100% outweigh. like outweighed those goods, but don't disgrace the good the good memories. No, I am so glad you said that too, because in these instances that I'm thinking of, like I truly value the good times right. that were there. And at one point with one of these individuals, I started missing my friend, you know, and that right. can happen too. You could miss the perception or the facade of that person. Exactly. This could happen in a relationship. No, no, too. that's exactly, exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly what happened so with me and my ex boyfriend. I was like, he was so manipulative, so ruined my life, and like did all this stuff. But I was like, but. There were those good times that he took me out to dinner that one night, but he was really nice that one day. So I I, I need to keep that around. And it's like, dude, (laughs) if you you kick that out, want to call this person, you're like, do I really want to deal with all these butts? Then you probably should not. Exactly. But I said a very awesome comment and I still believe my ex-boyfriend, it was all about the butts. It was like butts out the butt because I was like, (laughs) I was like, but he's really nice, but. I he like takes him, but care of me sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> but he's only cheated on me like five times. Oh my god! But <laughs> he still says that he loves me. But and then I'm like, but and my mom always told me she's like, if there's a butt in a relationship, you need to butt your way out of it. Oh, and gosh, I, love I love your mom. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, but no, mommy. And your then, mom's very wise. Mommy, no, no. And then I was like, <laughs> and now my boyfriend. Now there is not one single butt besides our own that are in that relationship. So <laughs> you're both. He's just so awesome. And there's not one thing that I have to say like, oh, I love him, but, but. he does this. There's no oh. buts in this relationship. That's all. Have to keep that. Awesome. That's a good rule of thumb. I think but. that could be in a friendship too. Exactly. We're like, good friends, but my friend's there for me, but she talks behind my back all the time. Like things like that. Like, no, if there's a but get out, but yeah. your way out of it, but your way out. She's my friend, but she cries all the time and manipulates me. Oh, I'm so sorry. See, this stuff is really fresh, right? You like, just got to make a list sometimes. Like, okay, what is going on here? Just list out like things. And then if you can see that your long list of butts are a lot shorter than your not butts, then mm. get out while you can. Yeah, <laughs> like a pro I'm a, I am a big fan me of the too. pro con list. For everything. I think we're running out of time, you guys. This was a great conversation. Thank you so much for participating, JJ. You're Thank always you welcome. And having me. Such oh. a great voice mm-hmm. in, in all of these <laughs> wonderful voice. situations that we find ourselves in. Awesome. Um, voice I know. America. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook backslash Paper Hope. We're also on the Twitter at Paper Hope blog. And, and we all have individual ones, too. What are they? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what my URL is. You, you can search Yvonne Allen and find her on Twitter, you silly yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everyone is always like, what's your Instagram? I'm like, don't I, know. I don't know. I just have to be like, <laughs> let me look at it. <laughs> well, you guys, we have completely ran oh. out of time. You know where to find us. We'll be here next week for sure. Yeah, yeah. You want to take us out, Miss Yvonne? Take you out. This has been the Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Don't keep it right here, but come back next week because we'll be back. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. 
and we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now. Bye for now.